welcome to Pro Tips, a Dinner Sisters mini episode. I'm Betsy Wallace here today to give you something a little extra this week. We're talking tips, techniques, and well-earned wisdom in six minutes or less. So this week it's just me, and I want to talk about meal planning because it's January, and I know that might be on some people's resolution to-do list, and I wanted to share something that works for me. So if you're a regular listener, you know that I'm just not really a type A person generally. Uh, you might have picked that up. I don't do well with a lot of structure and a lot of you know, colored tabs and complicated lists and plan everything out in a month and all those kind of things. So that being said, I have tried and failed I mean, almost all meal planning advice, meal planners, whiteboards, lists on the fridge, apps, you name it, I think I may have I may have tried it and failed it because this is something that I've been trying to get a handle on for years. I mean, I've basically been failing at meal planning for about 15 years until we started this podcast. And now, as you know, we cook and review three meals a week. And for us, that means each meal is a new recipe, but it doesn't have to be the case for everyone. And in fact, I wouldn't recommend doing that at all. I would, however, recommend this rhythm of cooking three times a week that we found that we're using. I absolutely love it. I will probably do this for the foreseeable future. I won't say the rest of my life because who knows, but I'm using this. Like this is a meal planning structure that works for me and I just wanted to share it in case anyone else is in this boat where you feel like all the meal planning suggestions and advice and materials are just set up for people who are naturally planners anyways. You know, you're not alone. I am also a meal plan failure, but I have kind of figured out something that works. So hopefully all the rest of us the rest of us who can't do colored tab binders for their meal planning <laughs> might be able to find something that sticks. So I think about it as a sort of rule of three meal planning structure. So each week I buy specific ingredients for three meals that I know I'm going to make. So as I said, these are generally for the podcast, but even if it weren't for the podcast, this is how I would cook from now on and, and this is how it works. So I don't generally shop on the same day. I'm kind of flexible there. I don't have a super strict routine, but I'll start as an example and say I bought groceries on a Sunday and I've decided that my three meals for the week will be the creamy chicken and mushroom soup that we just made, non pizzas, and the dobu jerim, which is the spicy braised tofu, which I'm a huge fan of. So that's what I'm going to make this week. I decide to make the chicken soup on Monday, double that recipe, so I have leftovers on Tuesday great. Make the chicken soup. It's going well. On Tuesday, we are running late from swimming lessons. My kids are crabby and the traffic's terrible and like we're not going to make it home and I just want to feed these kids. So we drive through the Chick-fil-A. Totally fine. Still flexible. We just have that soup for dinner on Wednesday. Leftovers on Wednesday then. Thursday, I decide like everyone's home. It's kind of happy. We're doing homework. People are there. I'm going to make these non-pizzas because that's what we're sort of in the mood for. We do that. Friday, again, people are kind of in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I decide to make the spicy braised tofu, double it. You know, I know I'll be happy to have it over the weekend. And 
now that I've done that, my three meals for the week that I had planned on making, I've done. That was my goal. I'm kind of done with home cooking for the week. Gold star to me. So that's what kind of a typical week of cooking looks like for me. And here are some key takeaways. The days that I cooked, I was happy and less stressed out because I knew I had all of the ingredients on hand for three recipes in the fridge. And I knew where those recipes were. I knew what I was going to make. So I could kind of take the temperature of my family and the evening that we're having and say, okay, today feels like a non-pizza night. Let me just pull all those ingredients out and make it. So I'm not sitting at 5.30 staring at my fridge thinking like, oh, I've got some chicken in here and like some lemons and some carrots and then Google chicken lemon carrots and see what comes up and then make like kind of bad chicken lemon carrot from all recipes. This is what I used to do. I no longer end up in the situation with kind of bad food because I always have three meals that I know I'm going to make in the fridge, but I'm flexible on the days that I cook those. So the second part of this is actually maybe a little bit more difficult than the cooking itself, which is on the days I'm not cooking, I just let go of the guilt. So the cumulative effect of cooking three recipes a week over time, I have found has helped me let go of the pressure of cooking all of the time and feeling guilty about the days that I didn't cook. Now I have this metric kind of always running in the background and I think, you know what? I made three really great meals this week. Wow, I've made some really good food this month. You know what? This year I cooked a lot and my cooking is getting better and my kids are eating this really healthy food. And that cumulative effect, like I feel like I'm just filling up this whole year with all these wonderful recipes has really helped me let go of all of the days when we just eat sandwiches and leftovers and takeout and things like that. Because I feel like, you know what, three times a week, we're getting really great homemade food. And that's something that I value, but it doesn't have to take over my life. To be honest, I don't really cook full meals more than three times a week, but I feel like a really great home cook. And I feel like I'm meeting that kind of inner expectation that I want. I I would like to be a good home cook. This is something that I value, you know, as a person and, and it's something I want to give to my kids and to my family and to myself. So if that's something that you value, but you're feeling overwhelmed by it, you know, I just, I wanted to share that I feel like even cooking those three meals a week has helped me fill that cup up without going, just getting so hard on myself, which I think was something I really struggled with for the past 15 years before we sort of discovered this nice cook three meals a week uh, rhythm that we're in right now. And, um, you know, I wanted to share, share that with you before I sign off. I thought I'd talk a little bit about weeknights versus weekends. I tend to cook my three meals on weeknights and think about meal planning as sort of a weekday thing. That's when I'm most stressed and anxious about cooking. And when people need food, just on top of sports and homework and clubs and all that kind of stuff. So I don't mind having a more relaxed and flexible schedule on the weekend. Like maybe the kids are over, maybe the kids are having friends over. So we order pizza at the last minute, or maybe the weather's great and we want to make burgers outside. We decide to just have chicken nachos or go out to eat because we've been cooped up inside all day. I think it's easier for me to run to the store on the weekend too. If I decide that I do want to make something special that I haven't planned for. So the weekend's, for me are kind of a 
you know, more flexible free for all. And I like that too. If I haven't made a recipe that is on my list or, you know, on my three meals, I occasionally will make it over the weekend, but I usually don't plan those and we just end up finding something to eat. And I think this has helped me sustain over the two years, the structure of, of cooking three times a week as I feel like, okay, we're, I did that. I feel good about it. Check the box. We're done. The weekends, you know, let's just kind of play it by ear. But every week, at least I know I've got these three things I can make with leftovers that's usually covering us about five days. Hopefully that gives you something to, something to think about and something that might help you in the new year. And if you're thinking about meal planning, but you are not a person who does well with highly overly structured meal plans with a capital M capital P, this might help you out. All right. So that's this week's pro tip. If you would like to share your expertise with us, of course, we'd love to hear it. Send us a message on Facebook at dinner sisters podcast, or send us an email at dinner sisters podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. And of course, we'll always save a spot at the table for you.